Chapter Seven of Flash Evans, Camera Newshawk by Frank Bell. The Slipperbox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Mamperard. Chapter Seven: A Hint to the Wise. As Flash entered the bedroom, a stocky, middle-aged man in a captain's uniform turned to face him. He regarded the young man with an alert, penetrating gaze. Major Hartgrove his head and leg swathed in bandages sat in a wheelchair by the window he too appraised the visitor you wish to see me sir flash inquired the major nodded captain johns he said gruffly this is the young man i was telling you about the photographer who pulled me out of the wreck your name evans jimmy evans i am pleased to meet you sir captain ernest johns spoke cordially and extended his hand so sorry i must be going another appointment you will excuse me without waiting for a reply he departed carefully closing the door behind him clearly the speedy leave-taking had been prearranged sit down invited the major abruptly his tone was so explosive that flash jumped he dropped into a chair opposite the army man evans said the major i've tried to locate you ever since the night of the wreck where have you been hiding indianapolis flash returned and explained how he had substituted as a cameraman for joe wells so you're a professional photographer inquired the major took a few pictures of the train wreck didn't you yes sir have they been published i couldn't say i sent some of my films to the brandale ledger haven't had time to hear from my editor yet. The major took a quick turn across the room in his wheelchair. He came back to the window again. If I remember correctly, you shot a picture of me. Of you? Flash asked in surprise. A flash bulb went off just as I was trying to pull myself from the wreckage. Oh, yes, I remember, Flash nodded. I doubt if that picture will be much good. I didn't send it with the others the major relaxed in his chair you still have it he demanded yes but i haven't had time to develop the film yet how long will it take why i don't know flash replied i have no developing outfit with me i could send it to a local newspaper not to a paper major hartgrove interrupted to a studio where photographic work is done i want no publicity flash smiled rather amused by the army man's assured way of giving orders as soon as the film is developed bring it to me the major resumed he hesitated and then added under no circumstances must that picture be published until after i have seen it you understand i hear responded flash dryly i can't say i understand after all i'm a professional photographer if a picture has news value, it's my duty to publish it, unless I have a mighty good reason for doing otherwise. The major made a rumbling noise in his throat. Young man, a hint to the wise is sufficient. There are certain things I am not in a position to explain. However, great harm might result if that picture were printed. I wish to make it clear that if you disregard my wishes, you may find yourself in trouble with the government i doubt if the picture would be worth it major however i'll try to cooperate with you 
i am glad that you are taking a sensible attitude the army man returned i assure you the picture has no value save to myself and possible enemies upon second thought you are to bring the film to me undeveloped again flash smiled the major mistook his silence for consent where's the film now he questioned in my luggage then please bring it to the hospital without delay the army man requested in dismissal flash walked to the door there he paused oh by the way he said carelessly did you ever learn who it was that struck you over the head major hartgrove made a swift turn in his wheelchair what was that he demanded flash repeated the question you're mistaken young man the major snapped no one struck me what gave you that idea merely your own words when i helped you from the wreck you muttered that someone had struck you and taken your wallet then i was dazed i may have been hit by a falling timber when the car was derailed nothing was stolen from me an absurd notion oh i see said flash my mistake major without waiting for a reply he went out the door softly closing it behind him george doyle had remained at the elevator well did the major make you a pretty little speech of gratitude flash he inquired curiously he made me a speech period doyle pressed a button and the automatic elevator descended to the lower floor what was it all about he probed flash had no intention of confiding in the technician and so made an evasive answer doyle took the hint but he lapsed into sullen silence as they walked back to the parking lot where the sound truck had been left where are you going now he inquired watching flash gather up his camera and luggage the hotel i think i'll stay here a day or so and rest up before i start back to brandale i may hole in myself doyle responded i gave newsview this town as my address i'm stuck here until clues sends me orders i'll probably be seeing you at the hotel well if we shouldn't meet again good-bye and good luck with your pictures same to you they shook hands with a show of cordiality and parted company flash was glad to be done with the pretense he never could like george doyle and was relieved to escape from him doubtlessly the technician felt the same way about him at the corner beyond doyle's view flash paused opening his handbag he removed the holders which held all the exposed film still in his possession wonder why the major is so anxious to see that picture of himself in the wreck he mused at the time i snapped it i didn't think i had anything maybe i was wrong deeply puzzled he could not guess why the picture had any special significance yet he shrewdly reasoned that major hartgrove would not bother to obtain the negative save for a very particular reason the army man's assured way of expecting his orders to be obeyed without question annoyed flash obviously the major had sought to confuse him by contradicting his first story that he had been struck over the head by an assailant i'll have the film developed and see what all the shooting is about he decided then maybe i'll deliver it to the major and maybe i won't 
walking along main street flash presently came to a small photographic studio entering he spoke to the owner mr d i have some films here to be developed and printed how soon may i have them tomorrow this is rush work i'll be glad to pay extra but i need them right away make it three hours then replied the photographer i'll be back for them later nodded flash he walked on two blocks to the columbia hotel the lobby was crowded in response to his inquiry for a single room the clerk shook his head we've been filled to overflowing ever since the train wreck folks coming to see their relatives in the hospital you know for a while we were selling cot space in the halls no chance then we did have a double room but it was assigned a few minutes ago if you don't object to sharing it i could put you in there the young man who occupies it isn't much over your age and is very respectable sir how about him complaining he took it with the understanding he might be compelled to double up the room has twin beds all right i'll take it decided flash a boy conducted him up two flights of stairs through a dingy hallway he knocked and opened the door of room forty-two flash stepped inside at the writing desk sat george doyle they stared at each other i seem to be your new roommate said flash at last hope you don't mind no of course not come on in doyle spoke with an attempt at friendliness wait i'll take my junk off the bed he arose and carried an armload of garments into a nearby closet the bellboy opened a window an unexpected gust of wind carried a sheet of paper from the writing desk flash stooped to pick it up a name caught and held his attention it was his own without meaning to read what doyle had written he saw the entire paragraph at a glance rid of that pest evans at last if you put in your application without delay you should get wells job and hold it permanently End of chapter seven